This is Points North, a show from Interlochen Public Radio, where we hear about life in northern Michigan through the news, the people, and the places. I'm Morgan Springer. And I'm Dan Wanshura. Coming up later on the show, an island community on the St. Mary's River was stranded for nearly a month last year. This year, they're preparing for it to happen again. You stock up on the bulky stuff, like the paper towels and the toilet paper. Uh, You know, you can run out of food and survive for a couple of days. Plus, a furrier transforms animal pelts into expensive clothes. But first, we asked listeners what they do to get through the winter. We got responses on Facebook, by email, and over the phone. Most of you said you make the most of winter by getting outside. We heard about your sledding, spear fishing, and sailing in an ice boat. Getting out in the snow starts to make it... um, like, okay, this is part of our environment. I can get used to this and enjoy it if it becomes part of my lifestyle. That's listener Steve Andres. He says there have been a lot more opportunities for outdoor recreation since Grand Traverse Bay has frozen over. Chris Campbell from Traverse City wrote this in an email. Sometimes I just stop and look around and marvel at living in a place where the earth is buried in pure white frozen water for about a third of each year. It's astonishing, really, that our environment changes so radically and that we humans, so unprepared by physiology to survive in the cold, can live here. Not all of you are infatuated with winter. One person on Facebook suggested leaving for Sedona, Arizona. Another suggested crying. Joe Dieter from Lake Ann had this to say. Born and raised here. I'm 48 years old. I love winter. But once I hit March, I'm starting to get the feeling to get into my garden. So this one is dragging on, and I'm starting to feel the itch to have it go away. If you want to share a comment, you can reach us by calling our listener comment line. That's 231-276-4444. This is Points North. I'm Dan Wanshura. Last winter, freezing temperatures hit some people harder than others. Thick ice formed on the St. Mary's River, and residents on Nebish Island, it's south of Sault Ste. Marie, were stranded at home for almost a month. It all happened after the U.S. Coast Guard cut the ice, and the ice flowed downriver and blocked the ferry channel. Well, the March ice-cutting season is almost upon us, and IPR's Taylor Wisner went to the island to see how residents are gearing up. About 70 people live on Nebish Island year-round. There is no store and no gas station, so when the ferry stops working, residents have to get creative. Bob Shallop keeps a bunch of tools and equipment in his workshop. All these pipe fittings, every kind of pipe fitting imaginable. And over there you can see all the oil jugs cut in half. That's all full of all different kind of nails. He says neighbors come by when they need something. If a septic tank goes out, he's got the plumbing fixtures. If someone needs threaded bolts or nuts, he's got dozens. This is the way of the island. When the ferry isn't working, there's a guy who brings people across the ice in a sleigh for doctor's appointments. There's a woman who keeps extra over-the-counter medication for children, and a man who plows many of the island roads for free. Bob and his wife have lived on the island for about 20 years. When we first moved here, I went to all the old ones, and I, how do I not die, you know? And, and I learned about the ice. You know, it's, it's part of life. It's, ice is a big, big part of life. This year, Bob says the ice bridge is about two feet thick and safe to travel on. But the bridge could go away if the Coast Guard cuts the ice, making a channel for large ships. What happens is the ice flows downstream and blocks the ferry route, but it also ruins the ice bridges they walk on and snowmobile across, the other way to make it to the mainland. 
There she is. Hi, Dorothy. Dorothy Tyner lives down the road from Bob. Well, come on in and don't worry okay. about the boots. No, no, no. Dot is 86 years old and lives year-round in her Nebish home. She prepares for ice-breaking season by stocking up on toilet paper and canning different foods. Somewhere around here there's peaches, but these are all, this is jelly of some sort, uh-huh. and bean soup some more. This is just part of it. Dot's looking through a tall, narrow pantry. She also cans cabbage and meats, like beef roast, turkey, chicken, instant dinner. She's currently out of her favorite meat. Beaver is the best mode of eating. But I'll tell you, now, if I could have that in a jar, I'd be one happy person, but I don't have any right now. Dot also has to think about stocking up on enough medicine for when she's unable to get into town. If you're out of something like a medicine, then shame on me for not thinking ahead of time. So I can't blame that on anybody else. But usually, Dot and others have what they need. Part of the island mentality is to always have extra, because residents know a day will come when they'll need it. Dot's been on the island for nearly 70 years. Her husband died 10 years ago. But she has her dogs for company, and her son lives next door, close enough to plow her driveway each day. Still, it's not always easy being so far removed during the snow-filled months. Cabin fever? I think I had it a couple days ago. I was just ornery. And that's how (laughs) And I tried to say I'm not an ornery person, but I wasn't real agreeable for a while. Tomorrow, the Coast Guard will begin its ice-cutting operation in the St. Mary's River. They say it won't affect the ferry channel this time. But residents know you can't predict the weather, and this could change. One thing's for sure, the islanders will have the supplies they need, and will be just fine either way. For Points North, I'm Taylor Wisner. You're listening to Points North. I'm Morgan Springer. It may be March, but it's still frigid out there. Michael Friedrich Hanke has something to keep you warm, though. He's the owner of Friedrich Furs in Traverse City. The shop is in the Grand Traverse Commons. When you step inside, it's like entering a time capsule. Brick walls are lined with fur coats, fur hats, and fur scarves. Um, I don't advertise. I don't have a website. I don't tweet. I don't face. I have a 1930s business plan. Today, Michael sits at an old sewing machine. He's making a scarf. Um, What I'm doing, this is a coyote skin. This is a red coyote from probably Williamsburg, from Grand Traverse County. Most everything I buy is from Grand Traverse County raw skins. Michael's a third-generation furrier. Pretty much everything I learned on this business was from my dad. Michael's been a furrier off and on for the past 40 years, but he says it's a dying breed. There used to be a furrier in every little town. Mackinac City, Sault Ste. Marie, there was probably a furrier everywhere. Now, not so much. Michael begins to slice strips out of his red coyote pelt. 
At first, I didn't really get why Michael is taking what looks like a perfectly good coyote, slicing it up, and sewing it back together. But the reality is pelts, as they come in the wild, are not perfect. This was a bald spot right there. Huh. So I try to make it look like that's the way it grows. All right. And it does. That's why I get paid. The garments in Michael's store cost anywhere from fifteen to about $7,000. And even though the furrier craft seems to be dying, Michael says he makes it work. I manufacture, I do the alterations, I vacuum the floor, I do pretty much everything. Do you ever get sick of the hair flying through the air? Do I ever get, no. no. I mean, it's, it's money. <laughs> the flying hair is yeah. money. That's how I look at it. I mean, if, if, if my place is clean and there's no, no, no messes back here, Nobody's doing anything. This is this. That's a zero. And that's a wrap on Points North this week. I'm Morgan Springer. And I'm Dan Wanchura. Tune into Points North Friday mornings here on Interlochen Public Radio. You can also listen at pointsnorthradio.org or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And while you're podcasting the show, we hope you'll take a moment to rate us and write a review. That'll really help more people find the show. Thanks. Thanks.